Bank Show is brought to you by Threads of Envy, the law firm of Hutchison & Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com t-shirt designs, and by Mr. Antenna. Now your host, Jim Tofty. Dave Davies is the co-founder, lead guitarist, and backing vocalist of The Kinks, the band fronted, of course, by his brother Ray. The Kinks are regarded as one of the most influential rock bands of all time, and rightly so, having sold over 50 million records and recorded classics like You Really Got Me, All Day and All of the Night, Lola, Come Dancing, and so many more. Dave and Ray have always had that volatile relationship, though, and they actually played their last gig together as the Kinks in the mid-90s. And while Dave was promoting a new album in 2004, he suffered a stroke. Two years after that, Dave had recovered enough to be able to walk, talk, and play guitar. And right now, he is promoting his new memoir along with a boxed set as I've got Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Dave Davies on the line right now from the UK. Okay, Jim. Dave, welcome back to the show. Congratulations on your memoir, Living on a Thin Line, which is also one of my favorite songs by you. It sounds like it's going to be a great book. That's great. Thanks, man. Did COVID uh, play a part in you having the time to do something like this? Because I imagine it took quite a while. Yeah, of course. It was an obvious time to reflect and and, and catch up on things you wanted to do and things you've yet to do and yeah it was a big a good opportunity to go through an autobiography and good time for reflection yeah uh dave and of course like with all of our lives not all memories are good memories so how did you navigate hmm. your way through this because it had to be like therapy in a way well that's exactly it, it really was because a lot of it was was quite difficult to do with you got to have the light and the shade and the good with the bad. And I tried to to be, you know, objective, make it interesting rather than just, you know, bad bad stuff. And people enjoy it. I think it's it's colourful, a little dark, but it's very light as well. And is your relationship a little bit better these days with Ray than in days past? Well, I think. Me and Ray have always we could kind of been stuck with each other in ways. <laughs> yeah. Because there's always, always been a really deep love between us. So we're probably better friends now than we ever were. We worked together on putting the, the 50th anniversary box set editions together of Muscle Hill Brothers. Right. And everybody's in showbiz. We got a lot of stuff out. I've got my book, Living on the Thin Line, and uh, we've got a lot of stuff coming out. Exciting time. That's great to hear. I know that in a past interview, I think it was you who said that if we weren't brothers, we'd probably be best mates. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> I guess uh, who knows what it would have been like. Maybe there would have been no music. I don't know. Who knows? I'm just glad that I had, have him as a brother and that we've, we've gone through so many, such a range of emotions and stars and music through the years. Happy memories for me. Dave, I saw a clip of you and uh, Ray, you had just performed on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno and you came over to sit down on the yeah. on the couch. And somehow you ended up putting a pair of underwear on top of Billy Crystal's head. Yeah. It was hysterical. A really impromptu, weird thing that 
really just conjured up in this funny, pulling in the underpants over his head. It's <laughs> a silly moment. When you guys were young, at, uh, sitting in your front room at your house, uh, who were you listening to? What What was the music? I'm assuming it's Little Richard, Jerry Lee Lewis, Eddie Cochran, and the like. Yeah, very much. Very much so. When we listened to a variety of great music, there was... English country music, and of course it was American country, which we love. Like people like Hank Williams and Johnny Cash was a big, big influence in the early days. Yes. What a talent. So it was quite a mixture of styles and, and attitudes and very exciting time to grow up in the, the 50s, 60s. When you and Ray started to write music together, that would eventually break through and you were actually starting to play gigs. Did you kind of go the Beatles route? Were you playing in clubs in Hamburg and places like that, or were you pretty much sticking around uh, the UK? Pretty much in the UK, but at the beginning we played on American Army bases and the like, and we gradually built up kind of a style just from playing the only way really to learn stuff is to do it. But we were big fans of the Beatles as well. And um and they were amazing. But I think it's the right way to go in the Kinks catalogue, yeah, I think. Like you said, uh everybody was an exciting time because all these bands were around and you were able to hang out with each other. Is it true that you were pretty good friends with Brian Jones of the Stones? Yeah, we were we had a very similar fashion sense. And the, yeah. the, the artistic element that he brought to Stones are very influential to a lot of people. But um, we would hang out and shout at each other and drink with each other. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like Brian. He was a lovely guy. Um, when you actually did explode onto the scene with all these great songs, which we loved here on uh, American Radio, explain to me, if you could, especially to our young listeners who, who really didn't know that this happened, but you guys, the Kinks, were banned from America for a few years. Why was that? Yeah, I, I never really got... You know, I think maybe it was because we were young guys. We, we had new management... We were learning the ropes, you know, and, you know, things happen that aren't always pleasant, <laughs> especially in rock and roll. You know, we, we had some altercations with certain unions and in the early days. We were lucky we got back in the States beginning of the 70s and the end of the 90s, and we forged the head and, and put, put a big career in America. And um, American fans have been really good to us. Thank God I was able to see you in the 70s when I was in college. It was one of the great experiences of my life. The thing, before I let you go, the thing that has always occurred to me is that when you guys were young guys coming up in, in the music business, it was working class guys who suddenly had a voice, which must have just been extraordinary for you. Think about it, but before like late fifties, the working class didn't really have a, a way to express themselves as clearly. Rock and roll brought a great platform for so many performers, talented musicians, and artists, and um, 
It was really special time. It was as if you could do anything. Well, within reason. But it was very exciting time. There was a, a lot of new stuff happening. The art world was changing. The music was changing, of course. And uh, we were very, very lucky. One of the greatest um, bands of all time, The Kinks, and Dave's memoir, Living on a Thin Line, is out on Kindle and Audible, and the hardcover coming out very soon in January. And of course, the box set on Amazon.com and all the major digital retailers. Dave, always an honor to talk yeah. to you. Stay well, my friend. Take care, my friend. Good it's pretty incredible when you think about how many brothers and bands fought and just could no longer perform together. From the Everly Brothers to the Gallagher Brothers in Oasis, the Robinson Brothers in the Black Crows, and I'm sure the list is endless. Well, that finishes this episode of the Fake Show Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Jim Tofty. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com. Yeah.